he must be somewhere out there. And I would say, if you really want something, girl, you gotta go get your ass up and find it. And that's on period. Welcome to Evangelism. My name is Eva Queen, and if you want to feel better while hearing the healing words of a tired-ass showgirl, keep on listening. Hi, have you guys seen the movie 500 Days of Summer? I just finished re-watching it and it will always be one of my all-time favorites. For the longest time, I have related to the character of Tom. He was a hopeless romantic, like most of us, and you know, when he said that loneliness is underrated, I really felt that. Well, just last month, it was Valentine's season, and it seems as if that loneliness was all over my social media feed. There's just so much bitterness and despair disguised as a meme or a joke. And to be honest, I'm not even surprised. So let me share about how I got over that sad boy face and what led me to a happier and healthier view on love and relationship. I was already 26 when I first had a relationship. So yes, you could all imagine the loneliness, the sadness, and desperation I had gone through for the past years of my life. And at that rate, people around my age were already getting married. Like my friends, they had their first boyfriend and girlfriend at the age of 13. And yet here I am at 25, single, and have never had a love to call my own, without a single love story to tell. And like Tom, in 500 Days of Summer, I am a hopeless romantic. I always tell myself I have so much love to give. So it was so hard for me to deal with the fact that with millions of people in the world, like seriously, not even a single person wants it? So I've had my fair share of dating. And because of my loneliness, I have probably thrown myself right at every single soul who shows me the least bit of interest. I will chase people who would give me the bare minimum. I was that classic case of marupok. I will easily fall for anyone who asks me if I have already had lunch. I will cry over a boy who stops texting me after knowing him for a week. And I found myself in Grindr, Tinder, Planet Romeo, Jacked, Scout, and probably every gay dating app known to men. I've been to every bathhouse, every club, bars, every weekend in desperate search for that one true love. He must be somewhere out there. And I would say, if you really want something, girl, you gotta go get your ass up and find it. But looking back, I think that was the problem. The problem is I didn't know that I didn't know what I want. Does that make sense? I mean, I thought I knew, but really, I didn't. I had no idea what love is. But I know uh, love songs, right? I, I know the love stories. I see the couples. I see on Instagram. I know the concept of destiny and one true love. I've seen it in my friends, right? I know those anniversaries in a hotel, the travels, the, the, the couple shirts, the sweet nothings. I've seen it and I want that. 
the candlelight dinners, oh, the hot, steamy sex, the meet the parents, the wedding by the beach. I knew those things. I knew those things, but not love. It's like I was looking for a unicorn without really knowing what it looks like. I figured out I wasn't looking for love. Rather, I was obsessed with the idea of being in love. The only thing I know about love were the things that were inside my head. And that is why I had blindly let people in, hoping that one of them just might be my knight in shining armor. Now, to be fair, I also dated an awful lot of people. And it's funny that when I talk about love, I only remember those that broke my heart. But the truth is, there were also a handful of which I have rejected and ignored. So obviously, I was also the reason for my own loneliness. Okay? I moved on from one person to another like it's my only mission in life. And I remember I had this thing that I called the Netflix complex. It's like when you wanted to see a movie, but you're not really sure what you want, you browse through all the categories. You know what I'm saying, right? You wanted to see all, and then you browse and browse and browse for hours. And then you settle for a movie. And within the first 10 minutes of that movie, you didn't like it. Maybe the plot was boring, the pace was too slow, it doesn't live up to the hype, you don't like the characters. It, it just didn't work. So you don't finish it. You don't see it through the end because you don't want to risk your time and your commitment then you just go back to browsing and you browse again for a few hours and before you knew it you're tired <laughs> and then you end up turning off the tv feeling sorry for yourself for all the time that you've wasted and you still get nothing like with the people that i dated I think it's that subconscious thought that there are so many options at your disposal at the swipe of your fingertips. Well, that seems to be the landscape of dating at this day and age. There are too many fishes in the sea and you feel that you will be somehow at a loss if you settle for what's in front of you. So instead of enjoying the moment, I was too preoccupied with the thought that, at the slightest inconvenience, something better is always out there. So fast forward to today, I've had two relationships, one of which I am currently and very happily with. So what changed? Simple. I finally knew what I was looking for. I was able to do that by finding and building the most important relationship anyone will ever have in their life. And that was my relationship with myself. We all know the quote from Perks of Being a Wallflower. We accept the love we think we deserve. And truer words have never been spoken. Because once you start treating yourself like that person you loved, your world will change. I tell you, you will do things that make you smile you will cheer for yourself and root for yourself all the way. You will want what's best for that person that you see in the mirror. And once you start falling in love with your own life, the one that you built in your solitude, the next person who dares to share it will have big shoes to fill. 
you will understand what it truly means to have someone else in your life. Or if you even need it. A partner is not there to fill the void of your insecurities. Nor do they serve to fulfill your fantasies and expectations of a happy life. A partner is another soul to which you share your beautiful life with. When I broke up with my first boyfriend, that's when I realized what a relationship is. After experiencing it for the first time, I now know for a fact that it's not all bed of roses, and it's not always pretty. It's like finding a job, wherein the relationship is your job scope, and quote-unquote, the love is your salary. Surely it feels very rewarding, but it takes work. And you can't just take the love for free without paying it with effort, time, and commitment. Now, for what it's worth, I don't regret giving my all to the countless guys who broke my heart in the past. In fact, I take pride that no matter how seemingly insignificant, I can say that I had loved them with all my heart. They taught me that expressing love the best way I knew how doesn't mean that I am weak or easily manipulated. I wear my heart in my sleeves and I give it my all because I owe it to myself to give no less than the kind of love I want for myself. So to my listener today, you should know that only you get to write your own love story. And it starts with knowing the kind of love that you deserve. People will come and people will go. Maybe love will find you or maybe love will stay away for a few years. But picture this. If we had the courage to love those who were not meant to stay, just imagine what life could be with the one that was worth the wait. If you like the podcast, don't forget to follow and subscribe to Evangelism here on Spotify. This audio is also available on YouTube at Drag Playhouse PH. Please help and support your local drag queens by following us on our socials. That's Queen on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Have a blessed day!